step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the FjorgeCast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. FjorgeCast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast with your host, Tim Barsness. Thanks for joining us on the FjorgeCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjorge. And today on the show, we'll be talking with Eric Baum about his inbound marketing agency, Blue Leads. Welcome to the show, Eric. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate you having me today. Eric, can you tell us a little about Blue Leads? Sure. You know, we're an inbound marketing agency, which basically means a digital marketing agency really focused on content. So attracting visitors to our clients' websites, using those websites, social media, and content to turn those visitors into leads and then customers for our clients. Simple as that. How long have you guys been around? We are going into our eighth year. So seven, about ready to turn eight next month, as a matter of fact. Did you start as an inbound marketing agency? No, we actually started as an SEO, PPC, and website design shop and kind of found HubSpot, which started that inbound marketing revolution 10 years ago, about a six months to a year into the agency. And that completely changed the course and, um, of the agency. I mean, we just moved in that inbound marketing direction. Okay. So you got to introduce to HubSpot and that kind of trend started a transition for the agency? Yeah, exactly. I actually found or stumbled upon HubSpot TV way back when. It was like four o'clock on Friday afternoons with Karen Rubin and Mike Volpe sitting around talking about marketing. So I'd grab a beer and sit and listen. And I'd start thinking about what they were talking about. And one thing led to another. And that honestly completely changed the course of my agency and the course of my life for that matter. Got it. Can you Tell me a little bit about that transition. How, how did it feel going from you know, being an SEO-focused firm to being an inbound marketing-focused firm? It was difficult because we, we actually had to learn everything. I mean, everything was brand new. This was a new concept. You know, Content marketing hadn't even been started yet, or it came into being right about the same time, right? So Google hadn't made that shift yet. And so this was brand new information for everybody. So we were basically learning all this information, digesting it, and then regurgitating it to our clients and be like, this is what you need to do. This is where the future lies. And did you see success with um, a majority or all of your clients in, in making that transition? Not necessarily. So, you know, and as any agency owner will tell you, when you move in a new direction and you take, make that pivot, some clients embrace it and you do a really great job for them. Other clients just can't get on board and ultimately you have to let them go. So that's what happened with a lot of our clients, probably half of our clients. They still wanted to stay in that small SEO space and they didn't want to pay for those additional services. Got it. So did you still continue to service them in the trad- traditional way? No, we, we phased them out. Um, we, you know, for a period of three months, we transitioned them over to other firms or we t- 
taught their team how to bring it in-house. Um, we didn't leave anybody hanging, but ultimately we had to do the best thing for us. And luckily it turned out right. I mean, I really bet on the right horse seven years ago when I found HubSpot and this whole inbound marketing because it's turned out great for us and our clients. Sure, absolutely. So let's take a step back and talk a little bit about your career. I understand you've started a, a collection of businesses. Tell me a little bit about how, how that process has gone. It was being in the right place at the right time. I mean, I've owned six different businesses over the last 25 years in the contracting space, in the services space, plumbing companies, um, a bar and restaurant. So, and ultimately now an inbound marketing agency. And each and every one of those businesses, I saw an opportunity and bought somebody out or saw where things were going, so to speak. Um, or made a safe play and bought a franchise and built a couple of those and sold them. So it it really came down to just identifying an opportunity and not hesitating. But tell me tell me about how you go about identifying those opportunities. Is that something that comes naturally to you, or um, are you actively working to to find opportunities? No, honestly, I'm not. And I say this to make you know a joke about myself. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. So it's not like I'm some genius who's like, all right, this is where things are absolutely heading. I just, when something pops up and I feel it in my gut and I'm like, this is what I need to do, then I do that. Sometimes it doesn't work out, right? I mean, I've started things that or avenues and channels of business that didn't pan out and you adjust, adapt and overcome at that point. But usually so they work out. If there's a risk of things not working out, what do you do to mitigate that risk? not invest capital, too much capital okay. on that, right? Specifically, you know, in the agency world, it's don't hire people for a separate channel that you want to launch or a separate service offering that you want to launch. Because if that doesn't pan out, then you have to go back and tell that person and their family that they no longer have a job, right? And in the agency world, that's the biggest asset that we have. And that's a terrible position to be in on both sides of the fence. Sure. Got it. So, um, in, in your transition from uh, web design, web development, and um, SEO to inbound marketing, um, you took your existing people and, and had them kind of pick up and learn the, um, the inbound marketing methodology? Well, back then, it was really only two people. It was in the first six months, I basically took one person that I had in-house at another company that I was doing our own in-house agency kind of work, right? Digital marketing, moved them into another um, company that I started, ultimately Blue Leads. And so it was really that person and a copywriter at the time. So it wasn't like we had to train a huge staff. Now, that was seven years ago. Now we've got 20 people and it was organic growth. So every new person that came through basically got trained as an inbound marketer. Got it. So of those 20 people, what are the, um, what's the breakdown of roles? Um, what are the, the primary functions of your, of your agency? That's pretty simple. So we don't outsource anything. So we've got designers slash developers. They're not hardcore, you know, SQL backend API developers, but front end designers. Um, we've got copywriters. We've got inbound marketing consultants. Those are the account managers. We've got specialists, people that handle PPC or may do like uh, online PR, for instance. We've got a videographer. And then we've got a couple of people 
that do kind of management, team leader, senior strategist. Got it. So you just described primarily billable roles and then also a little bit of kind of executive role as well? Yeah, primarily. We only have, at this point, we only have one person as a team leader, so to speak, besides myself. Okay. And even that individual weighs in on strategy. So she's she's doing client work. There's no, I mean, we're a flat organization. There's yeah. no overhead at the top. Got it. Do do you have a typical engagement or do things kind of vary by client? So that's a great question. It, you know, if you asked me that two years ago, I would have been like, well, it goes all over the map. In today's world, what we've found, it boils down to something pretty simple, like our inbound marketing core package basically is a plug and play service offering for most organizations. And then what we've done is add modules on top of that. So somebody who needs video, that's a video module, will plug in on top of their service offering, or they need more additional content on a monthly basis, will plug in the advanced content, or paid media, will plug in the paid media. So we've tried to make it as flexible as possible for clients. And keep in mind that, you know, we're a little bit different as an agency. We do month-to-month agreements. So they can take us or leave us. So that makes us very flexible in our service offerings, but more importantly, it holds our feet to the fire to produce results for clients. Sure. In month-to-month engagements, do you find people coming and going, or are most of your clients kind of on for the long haul? You would think they'd be short-term, given yeah. those parameters, but they're not. And the reason is, is you know, you take a f- couple of months to build a foundation for an inbound marketing foundation. And after that, you're really getting traction. And once they see the results, we're built to be a completely outsourced inbound marketing department for them. So to recreate those functions, unless we're not producing results, if we're not producing results, then sure, they're gonna fire us. That's very, very rare that that happens. Otherwise, they're like, we're getting all this for six or $10,000 a month. We wouldn't be able to hire these people internally Right. So thus, it makes perfect sense to keep going with us until it doesn't, right? Yep. Right. Some clients build a team out internally, ultimately, and we'll lose them for them. Most often, more often than not, the reason why we lose clients is because they get bought by another company and things merge and they bring things in-house. Got it. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we will be getting some inbound marketing advice from our guest, Eric Baum of Blue Leads. Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising, or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste twenty-five percent of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Content for your ears and everything in between. Cranberry.fm. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjordCast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjordCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and we're here with Eric Baum of inbound marketing agency Blue Leads. Eric, can you give give our listeners a pointer or two on on how to do inbound marketing effectively? Absolutely. You know, the first thing that you really need to keep in mind with inbound marketing is who you're speaking to. And we call those personas. So creating content for those personas is, is the core of inbound marketing. So answer their question. People are searching online for answers to their questions or how to solve their problems or business needs or services and go ahead and answer as much as you possibly can and speak directly to that individual and do that on your website and through social media. And those people will come to your site and look at you as a trusted resource and ultimately buy from you because of that. How do you identify your personas? That's a great question. So a lot of hard work. Um, We dive deep into our clients subject matter experts, so people inside their company, their salespeople, their customer service reps, technical experts inside of their company. And so we look at those and kind of data dump from them and analyze all that information and then go and research who these individuals are. We put a name, a face, and all the typical marketing in-depth information that you would see with with an in-depth persona. We plug that into their portal or build it out for them in the document, and we go from there. Got it. And then after you have personas, what's the next step? Figuring out a list of questions that they're constantly asking. So whether that's asking on the phone, or more important um, to our business is what are they searching for online in those in the form of questions? And then we create content to answer those questions. Got it. Do you have an example of a, a, a type of question that someone might have? Yeah, I mean, in the inbound marketing space, it's pretty easy, right? So it would be something like, how do I attract more visitors to my website? That's a question. Or how to use LinkedIn effectively as a sales tool. That's a long tail question. People ask that question all the time. So after you're developing content, what's, what's the next step in the in, inbound methodology? So once you've gotten or built the content, you've attracted them to your website, then it's time to convert them into a lead. And you use that by creating an additional piece of advanced content. So it might be an infographic or ebook or anything along the lines that's going to be valuable to them, valuable enough for them to give you a piece of information about them, an email, first name, phone number, whatever it is. They trade that for you on their site. You give them that information, and then you can market to them via email marketing over a period of time and give them more information that's aligned to their buyer's journey. 
Got it. So it seems like a lot of inbound marketing is about generating content. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, it's all about content. Sure. It, Do you find, it really is. Got it. Do you find that um, in, in content generation, your agency is doing most of the content generation for your clients? Or is it a kind of a mixed bag or are clients doing a lot of the content? Most of the time, we're doing 80%, if not 90% of the content. The copywriters, the IMC, the inbound marketing consultants are creating that content because, honestly, clients just don't have enough time. Sometimes in larger organizations, and to me, that is you know, mid-market company doing a couple hundred million in revenue a year. They've got an internal team that don't mind producing some of the content, and when that happens, then we can really get some fuel on the fire and get some traction. Got it. Do you do you feel that it's it works better to have you guys generate content or have the clients generate content or does it not matter? Honestly, most of the time, my clients will probably hate me for saying this. Most of the time, it's it works a lot better for us to create the content because for us, it's a priority. That's what fuels results. For them, it's a hassle that they need to do and then give to us. And, but you know, for us, it's a bread and butter. It's like, okay, we're going to create this blog post or this, um, ebook and we're going to get X number of leads or X number of visitors. So that's what we feed off of. Yeah. You're set up in a way to do it and you're accountable to actually doing it. Right. Correct. Um, do you have any common misconceptions about, um, work in your field? Yeah. Most of the time, honestly, people say, okay, great. This inbound marketing, I'm going to turn it on and then I'm going to get a bunch of visitors and get a bunch of leads and then make a bunch of money. And while that may be true over time, there's a couple things that factor into the results. There's, we have to build the foundation to make sure that they can actually get found and get some blog posts and some content in the pipeline. But more importantly, there's usually a huge disconnect once we've created all these leads that are coming through the, the door with their sales team and their sales team either doesn't know how to handle them and burns them or are just not good at closing. And that was really one of the biggest issues all along, not generating leads, but that their sales team needed revamping. Got it. So let's go back to your agency for a minute. Tell, tell me a little bit about how your agency has grown over time. So we've grown organically. I mean, I say that, in the last five years, we've grown 100%, three of those five years, and 70%, two out of those five years. Um, we've grown in staff. Obviously, we've grown in revenue. Um, but we've scaled in such a way where we're able to train people that walk through the front door in the first six months and then get them up to speed after that six months so they're even more productive. But even in the first six months, they're productive right out of the gate and actually we're getting a good ROI. So for instance, we'll hire a copywriter that has a potential to be an account manager and have them creating content for clients for that first six months, all the while training them to be an IMC. Then we flip the switch and have them start managing accounts six months or a year in, and they're still you know, producing good ROI from an agency perspective. Is that a, pr a pretty typical kind of, um, I guess, I'll call it a career path, um, but um, that that you'll start somebody with the goal of wanting them to be an account manager? For us, it is. For a lot of agencies, they'll hire somebody new that doesn't have a whole lot of experience and they'll train them as, 
like in a junior account manager. But the problem with that, honestly, is that they're not getting a good enough ROI back on that individual for the first six months to a year because they can't really give that person clients on their own. Or if they do, they've got to be smaller end clients, which you may not want to take to begin with. Got it. Interesting. So you consider that in the hiring process where where you eventually want someone to go? Absolutely. And, you know, it's not just where I want them to go, right? That's half of the story. But I also, and during the interviewing process, they interview with a number of different individuals here. But one of the questions I ask them is, what's your passion? And, you know, perfect example of that is our Alex, our videographer. He walked through the front door a few years ago and said, for a copywriter position, I said, what's your passion? He said, I really want to get into video. And I said, well, I don't have enough um, revenue in that channel yet to have somebody in there full time. But knowing that, I will get you there one day. And obviously today, that's what he does full time is just video work for our clients. So it's part me where I need people, but it's also part them where they want to be because that's where that happy medium takes place. It's so powerful to be able to ask people where they want to go. And, you know, you might not you might not have it right now, but it's something that aligns with your vision and they can fall into it perfectly when the time comes. Yeah, honestly, that's the biggest thing when people walk through the front door. And, and I say that most of the time they're, you know, early 20s, maybe early 30s, and they're just starting out in their career because inbound marketing is fairly new. There's not a whole lot of people, you know, in their 40s and 50s that have been doing inbound marketing. It just hasn't been around that long. And when they walk through that front door, one of the big draws for for them is, hey, Blue Leads is growing and I want a 500 person agency and I'm doing that effectively and conservatively, but pretty quickly in the last few years at least. And so that gives them that growth. They want growth. They want to know that I'm going to be in an organization that if I bust my hump, that I'll be able to get ahead and maybe make a new spot, which is exactly what we provide for them. Right. So inbound marketing has been kind of revolutionary for the the online marketing industry. Um, Where do you see it going in the coming years? Honestly, I think that comes back to the sales. So we've already pivoted in we're actually removing the word marketing from a lot of the stuff we do. And in 2017, we'll be completely rebranding to just an inbound agency because we've done so much in the inbound sales space. Um, so to, to more directly answer your question, I think inbound sales and inbound marketing are going to merge and it's really going to just be inbound or revenue generation, right? So I think the two are gonna come together and it's not going to be as um, separated in the future. Right, we need to take a break, but when we come back, we will talk about how inbound marketing is changing the sales cycle, as um, as Eric alluded to, and then how customers are taking steps to avoid annoying digital ads. Don't go away. Fjordcast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. 
Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with George Cass. Only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to the Fjordcast. I'm your host, Tim Barsis, and I'm here with, with Eric Baum of Blue Leads. Our first story today is from HubSpot CEO Brian Halligan, recently outlining research on how the sales cycle has changed. He's saying supply is up, demand is down, and the cold call is dead. Eric, how does this relate to your work in the, the inbound marketing and, and inbound sales arena? It directly affects everything we do. I mean, the buyer is out there. And they're saying, I'm do you cannot get to me any longer until I want to speak to you. And that front loading of information, meaning they're doing all the research on their own before they reach out to a salesperson, if they even ever do, means that us as marketers, we need to create all of that information and put it out there for them to find and get in front of them when they want that in order to get through the, the mess. And how do you do that? Content creation, right? So, I mean, going back to the, our earlier conversation of creating the content that answers the questions that they're searching for online, making sure that, you know, your site is optimized, that you're distributing that content through various social media channels, um, sometimes even paid media, but making sure that it's out there to be found. And then once you get them to your site, providing a great user experience that walks them through all the steps of their buyer's journey when they want to go through that. Exactly. Our next story features the Rubicon Project. For those unfamiliar, the Rubicon Project is a company whose goal is to allow people to see more digital ads as they want to see. I guess allowing them to, to see less of what they don't want to see. Eric, do you, do you think the Rubicon Project is really changing advertising for the good, as they say it is? So I haven't seen the implementation of this as much as I would like. I think that it will, without a doubt. And honestly, it plays right into the hand of inbound marketing, and it allows the user to select what advertisements they see and whether it's relevant to them or not. It puts the the power back into their hands. Yes, I want to see more of this ad, or no, I just bought this for a friend and I'm not really the buyer persona that you should be following around the internet. And us as marketers, that's hugely valuable information because now we're not wasting advertising dollars on the wrong person, right? Absolutely. There's nothing worse than ending up on a landing page that doesn't relate to you and then seeing it for the next 30 days as a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I guess another situation is some, where you, you already bought a product and then you keep getting retargeted for it. 
Yeah, I see that constantly. And and that just drives me nuts because as a marketer, I'm like, you guys are wasting your money. Like I've already given you my cash. Stop bothering me and stop <laughs> wasting money. Exactly. It's got to be priced into the to the ad pricing, I would think. Yeah. And, you know, all the, all of that is just driven by cost of customer acquisition. So ultimately, by a project like this, we'll lower that cost of customer acquisition because it is allows the marketer to highly target those people that are truly interested in their product or service. Do you think it'll work? Yeah, absolutely. People, you know, oddly enough, I, I when I first read this, I was like, well, that's just another pop-up, right? But pop-ups honestly have been making a comeback, if you can believe it or not. One thing that we've seen in the marketing world is in the last six months to a year is pop-up ads are very effective. I think we've skipped a generation of people that um, were so annoyed, you know, 15 years ago that they just kept clicking them off and put ad blockers up. And now the new people are like, what is this? An ad. Oh, this is kind of <laughs> cool, right? Like like, for instance, my kids saw a commercial for the first time because we don't have TV at the house. We've got Apple TV and Roku and stuff. And we actually were at a hotel and they saw a commercial. Like, what? what's that? They had no idea. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's insane. How, how do I, like, am I that old, right? Right, exactly. We need to wrap here, but you can learn more about Eric Baum and his company at blueleads.com. That's B-L-U-L-E-A-D-Z.com. Eric, where else can people find you on the internet? Sure. So they can always reach out to me via Twitter. It's, you know, Eric, E-R-I-C underscore B-A-U-M or LinkedIn at Eric Baum, B-Z. Perfect. Thank you for joining us on the Fjordcast. You can download episodes of our program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and very soon on iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 